What you're about to hear is part of the Podgods Network. If you have a problem with anything you hear, please write it in an email and go fuck yourself. Enjoy the show! Choosing the Pod Gods Network, you're listening to the hilarious collaborative podcast Pod God Damn It. It's like the Avengers, but in podcast form, but without all the awesomeness the Avengers have. Enjoy! Pod Gods, assemble! Pod God damn it, episode 20! Ooh, we've been doing this a while now, haven't we? Bit too long. <laughs> Quite too long. Not uh, in the part of the Pod Gods Network, and it's an episode, it's a, it's a podcast where all the Pod Gods answer a topic, question, thing. Brilliant. Thing. That's really well explained. So, <laughs> <laughs> today's topic of discussion is. What is a Pod God damn it? <laughs> yeah. It, uh, what would be your dream job? Away we go. It's time to crack open a cold one because this is a little punch drunk for Pod God Damn It. Fucking episode, I don't 20, know. 20, I think. 20. We'll go 20. 20. If this isn't 20, then sorry. Well, it wouldn't it be 913? True. Yeah. No, I thought that was what we did last time. So I thought that was 912. 921. I don't know. We'll go 20. Episode 1206. There we go. So, uh, I think this week's question, what would your dream job be? But not just that. What would your dream job? Your is all in caps. But it doesn't say anything else. It says, what would your dream job? No, I'm kidding. It's what, what would be your dream job? We're on a roll with the questions then. What would be your dream job? What would be my dream job? Um, my goal, my dream job, what I'm working on, uh, is actually to open a bed and breakfast in somewhere... Uh, at first, it was St. Augustine. St. Augustine kind of took a backseat because they've only got like 5,000 of them. So something more along the lines of I would have fun within like the Hamptons. I know they've got 5,000 of them too, but those people have money. See, I don't know about the whole bed and breakfast thing because people come a lot in those sheets. Well, yes, there's that. That's but that's that's the nice part about it though is if I could find it right, I would concentrate more on the kitchen aspect and the actual hospitality I would have fucking maids. I don't care about the sheets. Bring it on. Well, yeah, but at first you're not going to have a whole fucking slew of people working for you. 
No. But, you know, we won't have a whole fucking slew of people fucking either because it's brand new. And But, no, I I would really like to open one. My thought, though, is instead of just serving breakfast, also have the the food area open as, like, a cafe so people could come in for lunch or a dinner. Well, no, no, no. It'd be, it, it's real simple. You have a bed and breakfast. Right. I'll have a chair, lunch, dinner. Okay. Open that up right next door. Nice. <laughs> no, because uh, one thing I've always wanted one? to do. Yeah. I've, ha, ha, ha. Sorry. That's fine. Uh, I like that one. <laughs> One thing I, the I, one of the things I wanted to do for the bed and breakfast was for people who, when they were coming in and you know everything's getting set up, offer like a family style dinner for all the people staying at like a giant, a giant dining room like table, you know the old style seats fifty things. No, no, all the chairs going to be on one side or no, no, we're not, not going to go last not supper. Not medieval times. No. Not going to go last supper on us. No, could be fun. It's at the end. Could, could, no, see that'd be funny though. Oh, chairs only on one side, mm-hmm. but there's something blocking the other side, so everyone has to sit like that. <laughs> because how fucking annoying would it be to be like, "Hey, Dad, what? I can't move, you fucker." Well, you passed me the goddamn peas already. <laughs> uh, but no, I just think it would be nice to be able to make this meal and have it. Or a ma- really, really big circular table. Nice, like ten nice feet across. Yes. So you're still epically far away from everybody else, but you can see each other. <laughs> well, but no, because what I wanted to do was instead of having like a menu for dinner, mm-hmm. just have it be like a family meal. Coming from a kitchen, you know, it, it was always good. You know, you have... It's more like some of those Italian places where, you know, just big fucking plates come out and everybody shares. Exactly. This is what, we, I mean, I like this those. is what we were having. Come sit down. You have a bit of everything, whatever you'd like. Don't have it so, oh, well, I want to get this. I want to get this. No, no, no. If you're coming in for dinner, it's a family meal. Sit down. Enjoy. Not enough of those places. I mean, it, you see, working in restaurants, though, I'm so sick and tired of everyone coming in with their specialty diets. You know, fuck them. You come in, you, you eat what I fucking make. That's it. Mm-hmm. And also, but for breakfast, for the actual bed and breakfast, that would have an actual menu. But it would be, you know, it would be the same kind of menu every day. So, I mean, you'd have your flat top stuff. Well, but the again, how, how advanced are we going to go with a fucking breakfast at a bed and breakfast. I don't think you're going to want to do some, like, fucking crazy dishes for breakfast. No, no. But it would still have the full availability. Like, you would no, but that's what I'm like saying a is, Waffle House type thing. No, but I'm saying, you know, the made-to-order food, you know, you pick your own plates. Right. What the fuck are you going to do? You only have 12 different items. Fuck it. And half of them are egg. So. Right. And that's what I said, though. But more like a Waffle House, where you have the pancakes, you have the waffles. But I'm saying that makes sense. Yes. Because I, I want to have a kitchen that has the flat top and everything like that. It's because, like I said, for lunch and dinner, when you have the... Yeah. When you have the cafe style, because I wanted to serve pizzas and stuff like that, and also Unlike a little some bit of restaurants a, we know, of. <laughs> and then also have like a bakery section because I want to be able to do rolls and breads when I wake up. Because I'm the guy who wakes up at two in the morning and starts cooking. See, that's what I, I when I'm making the candy. That's what I would have preferred to do. Like just stay up, do fucking third shift, make everything, leave when the people get there because I don't want to fucking deal with these assholes. Mm. So that that to me is that's my dream is I want to be able to live somewhere nice have my own place attached because the way my brain built this because I spend some time in architecture so I will sit there with uh, CAD Pro and whatnot building and designing and whatnot has the bed and breakfast the kitchen kind of goes out back and on the other side of the kitchen is another living quarters which is my house that actually has a better view <laughs> than the bed and breakfast but you know because it'd be on a cape so See, and it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because I mean 
I wouldn't say this is my dream job. My dream job is different than from this. Right. What this is is my inevitable goal in life. Okay. Is I want to open up JPL. This is a JPL. bar. JPL. Just three initials. Okay. And there's only six people on the face of the earth that knows what it stands for. Okay. Yes. Well, that's that's going to be a big part of it. Right. Is at the bottom of every receipt, it's going to say, if you can guess what it means, your next tab, no matter what it is, is free. Nice. Nice, nice. But to guess what JPL stands for, no one's going to fucking get it. I got gotcha. you. Except for those six people. But they're my friends. They're going to drink for free anyway. There you have it. But a nice cigar bar. Uh, the bar itself will be two stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want a stage for, you know, stage acts and stuff like that, whether right. we're doing burlesque or bands and shit like that. Um, like I said, full cigar bar. No food because I don't want to fucking deal with it. Um, maybe. I haven't decided. I mean... I keep going back and forth between just like bar eats, like fucking fried food and shit like that, or just no fucking food at all. I haven't decided. And I'll just live on the third floor. Because mm. I like that style. I mean, and it's going to be big enough that it's not going to be a fucking... And that's what I'm saying. Is I, I like the idea of living at work in this case. You know, like in mine, on the other side of the kitchen, with you up top. Uh, one of my original uh, blueprints that I ever designed was a restaurant attached to a nightclub. And... To combine these in like a triangle yeah. was my living quarters in the back. That way I could always be available. And yeah. I think for a bed and breakfast I should have, I, you know, if something goes bad, boom, I'm right there. Probably. I just want to be able to drink at work and not have to worry about driving home. There you have it. Um, well, no, but origi- the original design of the building, because again, I have it all drawn out, mapped out, right. sized everything. I just, you know, I don't know enough to actually go in and do a real blueprint, mm-hmm. but this is... I just hand this to somebody and say, this is what I want, make it. Right. And then they can draw the blueprint and extrapolate from what I had. But uh, originally, the third floor was supposed to have uh, basically like a couple rooms where people could rent out and stay. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a hotel thing. Then I said, fuck that. I'll just live there. It'll be nicer that way anyway. But uh, the dream job was okay. is something weird. A lot of people probably wouldn't guess it. Um and it makes me sound like I'm a fucking 60-year-old man, but <laughs> my dream job would just to be a lounge singer. Wow, did not see that one coming. See? Okay. Just hang out, cigar, scotch, chill with the guy at the piano, and sing. Nice. I can't think of a better fucking job for me than that. Simple, easy, lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Once again, drink and smoke while I do it. I got a good voice. Hell, I don't give a shit. I'll just do all the fucking, I'll just do all Sinatra's old shit. I don't there care. There you go. It'd just be fun. All right, so are we going to get an example of you singing some of Sinatra shit? Uh, if they uh, pay me, yeah. Okay. Donate to the show, and I'll start singing some tracks for you. There you go. So on uh, Pod Goddammit episode 1,579, you too could hear Rambo sing his answer. There you go. In the voice stylings of Frank Sinatra. I'm actually really good at it, too. You've heard me sing before. I do uh, I do closer to uh, Michael Buble. See, I but I sing enough, I can... Not to say that I can change my voice, but I can change styles. Yeah. Well, no, no I'm just saying where where my comfortable voice range is, that mm. I get closer to his, which is funny because I'm still a lead bass. But for those kind of songs, the the range just is yeah. like, okay, fine, let's put it up an octave and call it. Well, then I guess uh, for Pod Goddammit episode number 20, that's about uh, all she wrote. Uh, I am, again, Rambo. I'm Josh. And this is a little punch drunk, as we've said before. Go to thepodgodsnetwork.com. Well, I guess it would just be podgodsnetwork.com. Go to their site. You can click on a little fucking thing that says a little punch drunk. 
if that's not easy enough for you, you're really fucking dumb. I'm kind of curious as to if they don't know podgodsnetwork.com, how the fuck they found the show. But whatever the case may be, however you found the show, chances are you can find our show. It's awesome like that. Yeah. Podgodsnetwork.com. Click on the little punch drunk fucking tab. And it should have all of our info, or at the very least, lead you to our main page. And guess what? All of our fucking information's on that. You can listen to us and people who don't sound nearly as good. All right, guys. Rock on. Pot. God. Damn it. This is Corey. And this is Thomas. We're from the Evil Teddy Bear Podcast. Uh, that one podcast with the black guy. And the white guy. Yeah. Uh, this week, to answer your pod, God... Damn it question. Um, this week's question. What would be your dream job? Because it has that, has it all yeah. in capital letters. Your. Your, just your. Yeah. Is or, it the right your? Why you. Why <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I already fucked why, up. <laughs> why. Why oh. you. No, there's no O. Oh, I was taught there was a why you. No. You're trying to why you. <laughs> why you. Why, why you no ask. dream job. Yes. Um, okay. So, go first you? Right, well, do you want me to just guess yours? Okay, you yeah, guess let's, mine? yeah. Well, I mean, I assume you want to be Kevin Smith's like fluffer, <laughs> right? No, did I, I nail be... it? No, I don't. <laughs> no, not at all. For years, no, <laughs> not at all. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing you just you just want to sit somewhere and just be alone for the rest of your life. No, I'm kidding. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What, what, what would, like, when you were younger, growing uh-huh. up, what was your dream? You really want to know? Yeah. I wanted to work in a popsicle factory. Really? Yeah. Why a popsicle factory? I imagine that they would be these fantastic places, kind of like, you know, you know, Wonka's chocolate factory, but. Except we made it like ice cream in <laughs> yeah, instead of Yeah, I loved, I loved popsicles, and I thought it'd be really great to work in a popsicle factory. Really? You're kind of living a dream job. Now I feel that same way about cigarette factories (laughs) and whiskey factories. I was smoking one kind of thing to another. That would be a cool job uh, working like a distillery. Yeah, I can see you being that guy. You know that uh, that movie, Thank You for Smoking, with the guy? Oh, with uh, Aaron, whatever, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, I can see you being one of those guys. He was a, a lobbyist or something. I, yeah. He was like a talking guy. Yeah, but like for cigarettes and I can see actually, you know <laughs> I what? Want, I, can see I, you being, I can see you being all three of those whole, guys. <laughs> the whole point of that movie was that he was like, his job was evil. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know so, if you saw it. But. So um, would you say what you're doing is evil? Currently, or because <laughs> you you smoke, you uh, drink, I was just joking. you uh no. <laughs> I was saying a distillery job would be cool. Yeah, you know. But like, like how? Like, would it be would it be like I love Lucy kind of distillery? Like, there's like cigarettes going by, and then you have to start smoking. Yes. Them all. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be like that. Yeah, distillery makes alcohol, not cigarettes. So. Okay, so you start <laughs> drinking it all. <laughs> yeah. He's like Thomas came came to work one day. Drunk. Yeah. You couldn't say anything because it was they, so weird. Yeah. Have to. I know. You'd be the one guy to test everything. Aren't you envious of those guys in the Sam Adams commercials and stuff? You know, I'm, I'm envious of the guys who at think... At the breweries. Who, what, the Captain you know. Morgan's guys. Every time they put their fucking knee up. Like, yeah. Is that how they solve a fucking problem? I don't, I don't know. Another job is they pay people to dress like Captain Morgan and, like, go around to, like, clubs and stuff. <laughs> and, like, pretend to be Captain Morgan and, like, you know, dole out shots and yeah. stuff. 
I want to be that one That'd guy. Cool. I want to be that one guy, the old guy who was like the in most the bathroom. No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the old guy in the bathroom. <laughs> Give him wiping your ass. Yeah. Um, oh, what's your dream job, Corey? Uh, my dream. I'm living the dream job, bitch. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, you don't get paid. <laughs> you don't make any money. I still, my dream job yeah. has always and will always be uh, film a little bit. Like I, uh, I always wanted to make my own film and right. do you know film stuff, but. One thing is, I don't have the patience to sit down and actually fucking write. Well, you, you could know? just do the remake of Spider-Man 2 or something. I don't want it because or, Leo's you know. planning on doing that oh, right yeah. now. With, okay. Why do you think he's watching Spider-Man Point 1? I don't know. Right I don't know. <laughs> 2.1. I, apparently you do and I don't. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know, yeah. but I'd rather... I, seriously, I would, like, my, I would like to sit down. I would like to do... You don't want to be like a, um, I don't know, a, a bouncer at the Playboy Mansion or... Okay. I don't know. What the... I don't think I could be a bouncer at the Playboy Making Mansion. films is a lot of work, Corey. Yeah, but I mean, I still... Very stressful. I like I liked the whole feeling, though. I like the, the feeling I, I like, though, is kind of like the whole ensemble part of it. Because mm-hmm. I'm used to doing plays. Mm-hmm. And when you do a play, it's basically like having... You're like... Over time, of course, you don't know these people. Yeah. But then, over, as time goes by, these people start to come, become kind of like your family. A right. Bit. So... Uh-huh. You start looking out for one of another, one another, and then like with a film, I'm I know it probably works way mm-hmm. differently, you know, you know, setting up wise and all that stuff. But I still kind of feel like if I got people I'm really close to, maybe like just at least friends, you know, mm-hmm. I could still have that feeling, you know. Right. It's In like, an ideal version of Hollywood. I know, right? Know? <laughs> <laughs> Real Hollywood. You're gonna make this fucking film. And mm-hmm. you're gonna work with people you've never se- you've never seen before, and when it's over, you're never gonna see him again. Yeah, what about Thomas? Can I bring Thomas along? No. Oh damn it, <laughs> kid! You got you got hoodspot, but your friend, <laughs> yeah, he ain't no yeah, good. I don't know. I mean, it kind of you gotta leave for, him behind. It, it worked. For you gotta Kev- go solo. Oh god, it worked for Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier, but uh, right. fat one, skinny one. <laughs> right? Yeah, it worked for Sam Raimi. And- Bruce Campbell and yeah, came around. Or I, I guess one of them became Bruce Campbell gained some weight. Over yeah, years. but I think that's just like old people. old guy fat. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He's like dad fat now. You know, yeah, it's like, he is. I don't know. Do you think he still pull off uh, Ash? The uh, I don't know. Like if you saw he'd him, be, like he'd be a pretty guy. ashy Ash. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't. But I mean, but before that, like, okay, what was your dream job as a fucking kid? I told you, popsicle um, factory. What was, factory. What was yours? Mine as a kid I was a cop, dude. I wanted you to wanted a, to be a cop, a flatfoot. I wanted to be a cop. Uh. <laughs> and now, and no, I, I went from wanting to be a cop to wanting to be an actor to wanting to be uh, like a a, co- a a bachelorette party cop. Yeah, <laughs> no. Best of both worlds. Well, at that time, I didn't know. I didn't know what kind of bachelorette party. That's was. pretty. And then most sweet likely, dream job. Most likely, it would be like vulgar for me. Yeah. <laughs> me dressed up in a clown as a clown with stockings on with the cop yeah. hat, saying "Hello, boys." Yeah, I'd be oh. terrified. Oh gosh! All right, I think we're good here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was your. Uh, that's our answer for your fucking pod. God damn it! Question. You're uh, welcome. You're yeah. Love us. <laughs> Take us in. Love us. All right. Bye. bye. Hot! God! Damn it. Old cast podcast here on 
Pod God damn it. What would be your dream job? I'm Adam. Your Will. Your Ash. Go, Will. I favour hand and blow. Yep. <laughs> what would yours be? That's excellent. I actually just want to be the emperor. Oh, okay. So you completely missed what he was saying. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> he will let me ignore it. I ignored it. I'm trying to ignore him as much as he ignores me. Is emperor a job? Yeah, I'd make it one. What, like in Star Wars? dictator, yes. It's more of a job than a career, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> but I wouldn't want to go as far as um, whatever his name was. Gaddafi. You wonder if, you know, because when you, when you call it a job, that means normally you'd like, you might have a manager and need regular one-to-ones. And who has the one-to-ones with a regular, with an emperor? Regular. <laughs> 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 Here's a one-to-one with a regular. You do with your wife. <laughs> or you just do group sessions. <laughs> so, uh, I must admit, if I was emperor, I would probably choose to do group sessions on occasion, but uh, I think we're yeah. thinking slightly differently here. <laughs> what is the definition of a job? We discussed this before, I think. In one of the worst jobs. Uh, well, there's a, there's a difference between a job and a um, career. A job is a vocation. It is what you do work-wise with your life, basically. Something to get, you get paid. You have to get paid for a job. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think you do a job, you get paid for it. A slave isn't a job. Or is it a task? It's something that's always a, a lifestyle choice. <laughs> yeah, to be, no, to be honest. It's not a choice, either, <laughs> is it? It's not really a choice. I suppose it depends how you want to define it, because, like, if the missus goes out, she will leave me a number of jobs to do sometimes, and I don't get paid for them. They're You're doing something. They they are, do, you get paid in favours. paid in gratitude. Really? Yeah. You believe that? No, I get paid in not receiving anger and frustration for not having done them. There you go. Well, how's that different from slavery? It's not a choice. I didn't say it's a choice. <laughs> So slave is a job then. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's, it's a lifestyle choice. <laughs> <laughs> if they went, yeah, I'm just happy. I'm happy. With what's going on. You know, it's too hot in Africa. Let's come over to America and I'll do it. I don't. Yeah, care. and I'll work in a brothel for the <laughs> yeah. triads. Result. Dream job then, Will. Come on, you must uh, have had one when you were a kid, at least. Oh, I used to want to run a video shop. Really. Yeah, because the video shop in Burnham on Crouch had arcade machines, and at that point in my life, I could not think of anything better would than be a dream all job the videos now. and the computer games. You'd be, yeah. out, you'd be out of a job. Yeah, yeah. Blockbusters. <laughs> Blockbusters has filed for... Blockbusters gone administration. Yeah. No, no one goes to video DVD shops anymore. What did you want to be when you were a little lad? A tree. I want to be a tomato. I want to be a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be a uh, filmmaker. I always, always have. I've actually one of them boring kids that have always wanted to be one thing. I've never wanted to be an astronaut, then, a, you know, fucking a, a shoe. <laughs> or, or a teacher. I want to be a or a fucking, sort of like a slave, isn't or it? Or a footballer. I never wanted to be a squirrel. Yeah, I've always wanted to be a filmmaker. Fair enough. I've always wanted to make movies. How dull. And I kind of avoid... Not, not dull as an ambition, just no, dull yeah, as no, the fact you still want you. to. It's, I, it's, just, I, it's never oh, changed. Ho, 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 how funny. Oh, <laughs> bugger. <laughs> My dream job's always been that, and it's never going to happen, but I'm getting close to doing creative stuff, so yeah. as far as I'm concerned, I'm content. I'm happy. I did a, I did a few things to try and get to my dream job, but... Um, what was your dream job? It was actually astronaut. <laughs> Hence, hence I did the uh, aerospace engineering oh, yeah, and became a rocket scientist. You're a rocket scientist. If people have not listened to the Oddcast podcast, Ash is actually a rocket scientist. 
So actually, he actually got a plaque of it as well. By qualification, not by practice. Yes, he makes a shit paper aeroplane. No, no, but <laughs> qualifications all you need. Yeah, you've got it. You got you so got a, a certificate and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I've got files. Got files hang on, hang on. You could say that, but. For example, if you had a degree in gynaecology, right, and a job in McDonald's, you can't just hand out a business card saying, I'm a gynaecologist. I'm no, you can't. <laughs> there are working qualifications as well, is kind of the point I'm getting at. I'm think, I was thinking of some kind of cunt joke. No, for gynaecologists, Well, to be honest, there are lots of those contained in McDonald's, bur- McDonald's burgers, but they're generally cow vaginas. Cow guns. Cowed with cunts. Cowed with cunts. Cowed without cunts, because they're in McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> Cows served by cunts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, dream job, working in McDonald's. Just to try and get that half a star. Mm. Half a star? Yeah, yeah, you, you, you can't no, aim too high. Hang on, why would you want to work in Harvester while you're working Harvester. in McDonald's? I'm confused. <laughs> Harvester serving McDonald's, that would really throw everybody. Uh, <laughs> why is the salad cart got dressing all over it? <laughs> and there's chicken. <laughs> why, have you, why are you doing an impression of Prince Charles? I don't know. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's a free range McDonald's. I was kind of, kind of talk like how kinda, I kind of, kind of. I was kind of trying to talk like I think McDonald's customers talk, kind of, kind of like, like, like. Can, can I have the McRibs? Hang on, you doing an impression of Jig? He <laughs> <I> might be. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's from Essex, you know. Is he really? Yeah, he's from ha- Harwich. Harwich. Oh yeah, sorry, I don't, I, know, I was about to say Harwich isn't in Essex, and then I remembered that it is, but it's on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, it's not in Essex. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah we can right. carve it off and float it down the It's river. not in my bit of Essex, and the only true bit of Essex is my bit. Tregs! <laughs> 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 my bloody vote. This is my vote. You're in my manor now. <laughs> so, what rocket scientist? Astronaut. How far did you get? Space Mountain. Oh, I've been on that. Uh, I've been on that. Uh, yeah, and and, and a parking space. You've been in a parking space. I've been in a parking space. Yeah, man. And I've been just over a mile and a half high. That's you got high. You've been on in an the airplane. Oh, <laughs> is that what you're saying? You've been on an airplane. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to taking off from Denver, which is already a mile high. Yeah, it's. it's did you manage to join the mile high club on your own? <laughs> yeah, Mile High own. Club solo flight. <laughs> <laughs> that was first time. I need to get a away. t-shirt done saying that. <laughs> solo I flight. flew solo in the Mile High Club. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty boring, here, really. I, I just want to be a filmmaker. You didn't want to be Batman. No, because, because he gets hit too often. Yeah, he gets, he gets <laughs> this is the trouble. It's awesome being Batman, but you get fucked up quite a lot. You might be it's, making yeah. nail. And yeah. And you just end up just you might have sore throat all the time. Yeah, I mean yeah, to be honest, I mean Batman has a much tougher time of it than Superman, for example. Because yeah. Superman but Superman frankly, never wanted to be Superman. Superman. He was just yeah. He is Superman, is it? Yeah, he doesn't yeah. get damaged. Yeah. That's his ba- Batman is that. Superman. Superman is Superman. Yeah. He's he's Creation is Clark Kent. Oh, when I grow up, I'd like to be. Wolverine. Where's Bruce Wayne? Is Bruce Wayne? Mm. His creation is Batman. Wolverine. He's gone through a lot of pain, but he's so fucking cool. Have knives. Different ages. Well, actually, here's a question: Wolverine 
doesn't get old. But how the actor is not immortal. Yeah. That's not, that just fucking confuses the fuck out of me. Well, the thing is, it's easy enough in the comic books. The moment they film it, it's like, ah, uh, um, we change the actor, we change the actor. <laughs> we did the first one with Hugh Jackman 12 years ago. Fuck, he was 30 then, he's now 42. Wolverine's a more. Oh, my head hurts. He looks good, though. He still looks good as Wolverine. You've seen new stills for the Wolverine? Ah, uh, I've. Oh, is there a new Wolverine film out or a new X Men? New Wolverine film coming Ooh, out. Ooh, because I loved Origins. Maybe we should mm. save that for an odd cast yet. Yeah. Mm. This is dream job. Oh I yeah, forget about this. Oh, are we, are we <laughs> so I want to talk about that now. Dream job. I would like to be Wolverine. Oh, fuck it then. Yeah, this is pod. God damn it. We've been on cast. <laughs> Go and listen to Oddcast podcast because we're going to carry on talking. Fuck pod. God damn it. <laughs> dream job. I didn't want to be a podcaster. So <laughs> I always wanted to be a lumberjack, <laughs> leaping from tree to tree. Pod. God. Damn it. All right, Two Funny Girls back again with another Pod Gods Network, damn it. This is episode 20, and the question is, what would be your dream job? So, Libby, what would be your dream job? It's not being a substitute teacher. (laughs) No? No, it's hard. It is so hard being a substitute teacher. I believe Um, it. Yeah. Because when I was a kid, we were always mean to our substitute teachers because we knew we could get away with more. Yeah, that's what everyone says. And I'm like, but I was so nice. I was such a good kid. I was such a goody-goody. Like, I would never get in trouble or anything. So, I, you know. But anyway, you live and you learn. And I'm subbing. And I'm, I'm, you know, surviving. I think I would want to be, oh, I want to be a children's book writer. I want to be like a host of it, uh, like, you know, of a show like this, but nationally or locally or, you know, yeah, bigger than what it is. I would, um, oh, I want to be a fan club president for somebody. I want, uh, that would be an awesome job. Get paid to answer letters. Can you imagine how creepy I would be as a fan club president? You would be very creepy. I've, yes, I've that, heard some of your letters. Yes, <laughs> you and, I, and I would be replying back to people. I'd be like, oh. I mean, I, it could be very, very, very. Yeah, you'd be calling the fans so-and-so my love. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I just cut my finger here. I'm signing this with blood by accident. Oh, it wasn't you an go. accident. You know what nice. I mean? I'd be super creepy. But, um... Yes, and I actually am going to pitch the fan club presidency idea again to somebody. So awesome! Fingers crossed. Okay, so and this person realizes I'm appropriately and inappropriately creepy. <laughs> so will work. I don't know <laughs> that you're appropriately and inappropriately skilled for the job. Oh, totally. <laughs> Probably more so cre- uh, inappropriately, but. <laughs> Hey, that's all right. Uh, okay, so, you know, I struggled with this a, a little bit, um, but I figured out what, what my dream job should be, or what my dream job would be. My dream job would be to be a meteorologist, a weatherman, or a weather weather woman. They can't, they can't predict the weather for anything. Yes. It's exactly. 2013. Exactly. We because you can be wrong we, every damn day at your job and still get paid. That's hey, <laughs> that's true. Yes. And it's 
I don't understand. And I thought, well, maybe the tide had turned. I'm like, okay, well, maybe we are able to predict weather. Nope. Nope. <laughs> we are not. So that that is my dream job. And the reasoning being is because I could go into work every day, be a complete fuck up. I could, you know, say everything wrong and still have a damn job. Because and you probably could still get an endorsement deal, maybe with that. What's that hair place called? That hair Panic. What is it? Manic Panic. Manic Panic could sponsor you. Yeah, and it would and, and it would be total uh, a total conspiracy. You're got <laughs> you're using the weather meteorology aspect as a guide, but really you're doing this to get free Manic Panic. <laughs> I'm not giving up on free Manic Panic. <laughs> Apparently not. No, even if, no, 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 no. <laughs> and you don't even use it. <laughs> you're you're uh, doing it yeah, for me. I know, because, you know, that's what friends do. I mean, I I'm obsessed with free stuff. What can I say? Um, We can even do, in honor of Jason, we could get our hair. They should do a ginger color. Uh, they do do a ginger no, color. No, but I mean, call it ginger. Oh, they can have angry ginger color. Oh, yeah, there you go. Manic Panic, if you're listening to us. Make a color called Angry Ginger. Yes. So there you go. That's what I meant. Angry. <laughs> we'll just go through life angry. <laughs> but and plus, meteorologists make tons of money. Well, exactly. See, that's the thing. You make a shitload of money. You're wrong every day, and you know, the, hey, you still have a job. That's that would be my dream job. See, I was thinking about this. <laughs> I had to think a little Definitely. while about it, but there Lisa you go. Lisa is the brains of the operation <laughs> between us. Good which, thinking, Lisa. Which is uh, kind of scary if you really think about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast, but I have to say this. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I'm a substitute teacher. I just got certified, and I met author uh, Mark Brown. He's actually from my hometown. He wrote the Arthur the Aardvark series or children's books. Oh, cool. About Arthur and stuff. They're best, like, he's won awards. They're also on PBS. That's what we got to do, a dream job where we write children's book and then get it a deal to be on PBS. He's, like, won Emmys and stuff for the show. And he told me, I said, well, when I have my own classroom, I'm going to invite you in, you know. And he's like, you're going to make a great teacher. So from the words of the wise Mark Brown. Libby will make a good teacher. That's awesome. It so doesn't got, mean it's true, but I can dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got his endorsement, so. I would be, I am going to be a good teacher, but I just thought that was cool. That is awesome. Yeah. And I'm going to keep mentioning that. So the next five podcasts might have, or <laughs> might have me saying that. Not really. I don't want Adam Barker to yell at me again. I don't want to get off Adam Barker's mailing list. <laughs> yeah. And then accidentally on purpose not be able to record. Yeah. Uh, don't get on boss man's bad side. Okay. Love you, boss man. Yep. Love you, boss man. Okay. Damn it. Hello there. Welcome to the Jellyfielders podcast section of this edition of Pod God Damn It. My name's Mike. I'm Chris. I'm Lee. And uh, this week uh, we've been asked, what would your dream job be? Now, obviously, bed tester. And then you could get paid for dreaming. <laughs> but seriously. No I'd like around. to get paid to sleep. Oh, okay. that was your... Yeah. Have I ruined it? No, literally, I'd like to get paid to sleep. I'd like to find someone 
Well, if I got really, really rich, I'd pay someone because it'd be the best job in the world. Yeah, but how would you get rich? Yes. If you, if when you say you get rich, you're going to give yourself an annual salary just for sleeping. Oh no, no, I'd like to pay someone else. To make sleep. someone else's dreams come true by finding the perfect job. I don't understand. To sleep. So you'd want to reward somebody for sleeping. Why not? That's your dream job, well, okay, is to pay someone way. else to be able to so sleep. So your dream job is to somehow become so rich and powerful that you can then pay someone to sleep. It's subsidising their nap time. Okay. So, so you want to be a Spanish employer. It'd be a scholarship. <laughs> scholarship. A sleeping scholarship. No, okay, so my point is, right, we know very well what it is like to try and run a business and to, to do what you want to do with your life whilst holding down a full-time job. If someone wants to pay you to sleep, right. problem solved. So on all your time off of your day job. So you're saying that find somebody to pay you to sleep yeah. and not interfere with you whilst you sleep to be your day job. What so do you, you want to find? Get on with what you want yeah. to do. Is a rich okay. older businessman whose sexual fetish is to watch girls sleep. That'd be perfect. There you go. Yeah? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, there you go. A narco-sexual yeah. addict maniac doesn't like to have sex with people who are asleep. He just likes watching people sleep. Well, no, okay, so, for example, you can, like... If, even if you sleep very well, you can apply for lots of, like, sleep clinic tests mm, where you get paid to go there and go to sleep. Sure. So you want to be a professional sleep clinic trialist. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That, that'll be it. Because then I can do whatever I want in the daytime and I yeah. don't have to cut out my sleep because my sleep is just going to work. Right, so well, you, then you'll be getting cool. in your pyjamas. Right, I'm off to work. It'd <laughs> never take very long to do because you never know when you're asleep. But then they'd have to be very handsomely rewarded for doing that to assume you could earn enough money to live on. Yeah, but this is what your trials. dream job is. I'm right. assuming my dream job pays me a lot of money. Okay. Hence it being a dream or job. Or you've somehow established another form of income whereby you're just going to do this for fun and pay yourself for reward money. No. Oh. No? No. You just want to somehow live in a reality where you'd live on the money yeah. from sleep. that'd be quite extreme what if the side effect of the drug sleep trial was that you couldn't stay awake during the day what if you constantly slept then I'd be very very rich by the end of that trial mm-hmm. and I wouldn't know it was all happening because I'd be asleep right okay and what would you spend all your money on well whatever I wanted to do in the daytime I could do anything yeah Brian, you could, you could even it. go get drunk you know, that would be well, part of the test trial. We're going to do it on drunk people today. Every night you got to go out, makes me wonder what drinks. Makes me wonder what they're testing from this trial. It doesn't seem really just... What is the name of this company? I don't and know. And where do I sign up? You are probably being interfered with somehow while you're asleep. Yeah. <laughs> you wake up, you've got an alien growing out of your spine or something. Yeah. I mean, if that's what you found out what was happening while you were asleep, would you stop? Maybe that's a question for another time. Maybe yeah, that maybe. Requires, <laughs> that requires too much... Uh, moral thought about moral it, yes. balancing yeah well if you were being paid to incubate aliens I didn't think right. I could live a with a surrogate mother yeah. to another species yeah yeah that's not whose who's ideal job is that no one's that's a nightmare job I'm sure there's someone out there that would love to all I want to do is incubate aliens and we've cut out we've already stubborn. done it one of these I believe about the worst job in the world yeah yeah. Well, what, what would your dream job be? Uh, football or commentator. Football commentator. Yeah. I've had this conversation with maybe both of you before when you and I watched the Champions League final. For yeah, the, I, the I special. phased in and out. Yeah, you, you you were barely conscious throughout that experience of watching an entire football match. But ever since I was a child, playing football on the playground, playing on video games, 
playing even just in my own mind running commentaries of games in which I'm playing or playing on a Did you talk game. to you a lot to yourself then? Yeah. yeah. I used to do that though but I'd be playing action force figures on the on the land and you know you see when you're playing on the playground until you're commentating your own match yeah. yeah it's great fun it's perfect fun and you can because one of the irritating things we, we and I play football games together the preloaded commentary gets very stale very quickly Yeah. and even in the age of the games themselves having commentary doing them yourself is far more rewarding rather than just laughing at the rubbish ones that are in it because then it's too much like watching football yeah. on television where you don't have any control over what the idiots are saying whereas if you can do it yourself and you get paid to watch football that's it it's all about being paid dream jobs to do what you really like doing and if it's something that is actually a job and not making it up to have that job to exist it's an actual proper profession you can have yeah. then that's not bad there's actually a guy on the BBC who sadly died uh, yesterday he was a member of the five live reporting team sadly passed away so are you slightly going to topical. applying <laughs> for Philly's vacancy for the dream the funny thing was I was getting off a train recently and there was a guy talking to some people who'd recently uh, who'd been at the I think the Charlton game just up the way and he was a commentator and he was I just kind of caught a bit of their conversation mm. as I was getting off the train thinking oh man he's got my dream job and he's just a normal guy like me mm. he gets the train to and from work but he got paid to watch a football match and talk about it that's pretty awesome That'd be mine. <laughs> no, how, <laughs> how oddly life affirming. Yeah, well, I, don't want to be, I, don't want to be, I don't want to be a fighter pilot. I don't want to be a deep sea explorer. I can't handle that. But you to pay me to watch football matches, and that's brilliant. Yeah. Well, I'm the same. I, I thought about giving a relatively frivolous answer about it, but it's. I, I've always wanted to be a writer. I've always wanted to write films, so I guess I'd like to be a head of a commissioning department for a movie studio or something to get the films that I would want into production and help make other. Independent filmmakers' dreams yeah. come true, and of course, get to criticise a lot of other people's work at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, seems that kind of like X Factor style. Yeah, and he does look like Gary Barling. Get out! Uh, delete. Command backspace that into the bin. No, well, I mean they've already done that with uh, Project Greenlight with uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. They mm. did that years ago as a sort of X Factor style way to get movies made. Yeah. I think honestly though I would absolutely love to produce something of a period nature for HBO yeah, yeah. like yeah. Boardwalk that would be, be the top of it something more along the lines of like you know Game of Thrones or Carnival something's got a bit more of a supernatural element yeah I'd, if I could pick anything I'd want to be the producer of Buffy but I can't go back in time and make myself older and then go over to America and meet Joss Whedon and help him get that off the ground that's, that's long gone yeah but you know HBO coming up with some really good stuff and how about this? Highest quality, as far as I understand. How about mm. if my dream comes true, I will commission you to make such a programme, but there has to be an episode that revolves around a football match, wait for it, and Mike plays the commentator. That's oh, so Mike all dreams, dreams so don't, becoming don't true. I don't even get to be the commentator, I have to pretend to be in an acting capacity. Mike's dreams only come true if mine do, and mine only come true if you do. So basically what Chris is saying here is we've got to make his dreams come true. Now we're all so on the same page. Our, my dream come true, and I can make your dream come true. I don't like the script, can, can we bin this one? Can this one get trashed? No. Not following my, my no, this, character arc. This, this is the plan. But then, you know, you say that. Which studio would you be head of then? I'd be, I, I don't know. I'm not sure which studio you'd actually pick. You could, I mean, obviously, a lot of studios have all the same inner politics. Would yeah. you pick one that has the biggest reach or one that 
does support smaller projects like that, or would you want to just do one? Well, to be honest, the obvious answer is we just make our own company in the studio. I mean, I'd say (laughs) we would if we wanted to do this. We, you know, we could sit, we could make our own company. Can we? Why didn't we think of this earlier? Our own film company. So your your base of your dreams are quite achievable within the concept of what you're already doing. Well, yeah, that's because you chose a career that was entirely opposite to what you actually wanted to do. Yeah, that's why it's a dream. Oh right. Something, oh, right. something that, you know, you can't necessarily... Do, should, could, then it's the argument is, should dreams actually be achieved? Should you be able to retrieve your dreams and what replaces them? I have no doubt that if I ever got to be a producer of an HBO period drama of some sort, supernatural drama, I would not be happy with that and I'd want something more. Mm. Because there's a problem with people. You can, you know, we could say, okay, when I was a kid, one of my the, my top dreams on my list was to live in London. And now I live in London and I'm like, oh, London. I hate yeah. London. <laughs> Pain in the ass. Yeah, because you're never actually satisfied. It's always kind of like that's the point of a dream. That it's mm. always like through rose tinted glasses. Yeah. But I would still, it's still somewhere I'd like to. And at the end of the day, if I just see. more regularly committed to doing a weekly football podcast, and that's just as good as. Well, yeah, I always wanted to, you know, make a living writing about movies. I write about them. I don't make a living yet, but you know, it's, you're, you're sort of halfway there mm. with it. But if we're going to be so stupid and frivolous about what we're going to do, then I wish I was a shark whisperer. <laughs> Whisper in the ear of a great white shark to go and kill someone in particular. Oh right, so you don't use it for evil then. Well, how do you use a great white shark for good? Now you could have it somehow rescue someone. You could have it clearing litter from the oceans. <laughs> it keeps trying to save drowning people, but has this unfortunate side effect mouth. of eating them. Oh, sorry. It's saving you from drowning by eating you. Fair enough. That's not giving you the chance to drown. No. Well, <laughs> not for you, Lou. Plenty of things to ponder there, and I, I, I think we are just about out of time. Yeah. Uh, so uh, do join us again in two weeks' time, where we'll be discussing another topic. Uh, until then, I'm Chris. I'm Mike. And I'm Lee. Pot! God! Damn it! We are GarageCast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jake. And this is episode 20, What Would Your Dream Job Be? Uh-huh. Kind of spurs off from the last question. Little bit. What would my dream job be? I really, honestly, I do my dream job. Yeah, you do. I was going to say. I do my dream job. I got the freedom of doing what I want, but I'm a slave to it. I wish that I was a little more financially set so I wasn't a slave. Right. Wished I could go back in time and never racked up two, three mortgage payments. It wouldn't be like a. Refinancing, yeah pornographic producer or something no that'd be fun though it'd get old you'd become desensitized yeah then you wouldn't want to come home and get it on yeah yeah i want nothing to do with the porn industry i spent my time in titty bars and everything it just (laughs) i i my dream job and i've talked about this for years i would love to sit and do this what we're doing now podcast that'd be a great job but I think we would, I think it would become a job over time. It'd be a great job, but you'd have the same bullshit and the politics behind it if we I worked w- for somebody else. Doing what we do now, we say what we want, when we want, and there's no repercussions yeah. for the most part. I would love to Maybe own an offended a, friend or family member, but... That's going to happen. I don't give a fuck. I'd love to own a bar. Uh, I don't know if I'd even uh, want that. I, I would love it. I mean, I... I spent a lot of time in the bar before I went to the fucking railroad industry and just the people around the bar. And I'm not talking about a fucking, I'm talking about like the bars. The, regu- we, 
we have around here. The, yeah, the, the regulars fucking, that are in there every night exactly. that become an extended family. Plus, I mean, the money that comes through the bar, you, you're you not a rich motherfucker by no means. But you can sustain yourself, you can sustain the bar, and everyone will still come and be happy. And just the stories that are at a bar and the camaraderie, com, that word, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that'd be, I've always thought that would be cool. I there's a no fail if you do it the right way. Yeah. There really isn't. When it comes to alcohol, you're not, you almost, it's a no fail. Around here, you kind of have to have more of a, I don't want to say upper class bar. You need to have more of, not a young person bar. You have to have You need really to be like a both. cheers. Yeah, that's what like I'm saying. Like a cheers both. bar. Well, you're not just fucking, you're not bumping Flo Rida. When the old people want to come in, but then you're not fucking rocking country and having whatever we watched when the Dixon Cider Show was, <laughs> was out here. What was that? Oh, uh, Carol Burnett show? I don't know. We were <laughs> yeah. having a pretty damn good time doing this. Yeah, but that's us. You get a couple 20-sums in there, and they're going to be like, eh. Yeah, boy, what the hell's that shit out well, there? Well, let's, let's go find a different bar, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, it's more of a cheers, you know? Just yeah. An old, um, Where everyone a, knows your name. name. Yeah. <laughs> and they're always glad you came. Yeah. Even if it wasn't three pumps and a dump. <laughs> <laughs> that I've always thought that'd be cool. It'd be a badass time. I, You know, a professional tourist wouldn't be bad. Now that would be cool. We were talking to me and... Doing my, like a tourist type podcast where you traveled. All right, this week we're going down the historic Route 66. Yeah. All right, we're going to uh But that Mount goes back Rushmore. to your truck driving, too. Yeah. yeah, I'm just not transfer. I'm not traveling with freight. I'm traveling in a bus. Yeah. Now, that'd be cool. That'd be fun. Yeah. And we, I was talking to a dude, uh, I was talking to my conductor this week, actually, about, like, uh, what do they call them? The, you go down to, like, the Caribbean, and there's those dudes on the fucking charters or whatever and they they take you out on the reefs and you go scuba yeah like diving. scuba oh yeah you dive know, instructor would go, be cool or go shit. out fucking jet skiing and and go around the islands and, and see this and no crucial points that would be badass even as a job i mean you're seeing the same sites every day but you're meeting new people Dude, you're fucking, and you're doing different you're living shit. in fucking oh. shorts and fucking flip-flops exactly in a boat. all the Dude, time i looked into that at one point when i first got certified for diving in that, that there was a deal that came up. There was a place, dive boat, fucking all the gear and everything down in the Keys. It was like $300,000. Fucking the guy needed to get out of the business. It was up for sale. I'm like, how cool would that be? Live down in the Keys running a fucking dive boat. Oh, yeah. And I'm going, all my family's here, and my wife at that time is no way in hell she's going to move to the Keys. And I was like, no, I guess that theory's right out the window. Mm-hmm. But that'd be great. That would be cool. You know, I that. think if I wanted, if I was going to do it, and then it kind of got me, because I did dive in Hawaii, and I run into a guy that lived, used to live in Lafayette, or no, Logansport. Mm-hmm. He was the guy running the dive boat. Right. So he he's like, where are you from? I said, I'm from Indiana. Well, me too. He goes, where from? I said, I'm up by South Bend. He goes, dude, we're almost neighbors. I was I grew up there in Logansport. I'm like, it's like an hour and a half away. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of cool. And then you get to thinking about it, though, especially in Hawaii, you got all these fucking foreigners. 
yeah. the Japanese and the Chinese and they speak no English and they don't fucking listen. And I'm like, nah, maybe not. Can it be an exclusive American only thing? That's what's crazy, though. I mean, you think about Hawaii with Pearl Harbor and all that shit and then all the Japanese... Chinese it just there. fucking runs. It's there. weird. Yeah, it doesn't make. It's weird. Yeah, it don't make any sense. <laughs> you come blew it all up. Now you want to come and go. Oh, it's, oh, we did this. This is a beautiful state. Yeah, we did this. We own it now. <laughs> <laughs> you standing over the fucking Arizona. And me and the ex-wife were the only two Americans out there, and everybody else was Japanese. How does, yeah. What are they saying? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm watching the oil bubble up, you know, and I'm going, I'm getting sick to my stomach. <laughs> I guess I am a racist. I'm having flashbacks, and I wasn't even, even there. there. Yeah. <laughs> How can you people be here going, you did this, and now you think this is great? There's a conspiracy theory uh, that we just let them do it in order to get in the war. Well, war was big business back then. It's not like it is now where we just spend trillions of dollars and... And, and have Japan make the weapons to blow yeah. them up. <laughs> hey, China, can you make me this weapon so we can use it on you later? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's when fucking people were donating their nylons and women were in the shops making ammunition and Yeah, Rosie the and, Riveter. And, yeah, we prospered when we went to war. Because the whole country did everything. Mm-hmm. Now you don't do shit. We outsource it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Where do we? Why do we go there? I don't know. <laughs> wow. We are pathetic motherfuckers, aren't we? Your dream job. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Welcome to Garage Cast. Yeah, so I think a bar would be cool, and I think a bar would be even cooler with a jet ski tourer. I'm, tourist ship down in the fucking keys or i'm thinking Caribbean. at this point that the whole dream job would be the fucking professional fucking tourist that fucking does the podcast we roll the bug, big I fucking provost bus and we stop every two days and do a show of what we just seen mm-hmm. three hour block i just all seen fucking me. whacked out of our gourd stone stoned <laughs> off our ass the world's Dude. biggest ball of yarn <laughs> i'm in for that that's america <laughs> that silly shit is America. That's America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can get any more out of that one. Dude, that's a perfect fucking job. That is good. Kids, can my can I get my perfect job when my kids are old enough to drive the bus for us? Are we are we rich enough to afford a, an okay bus and not just like Oh yeah, a, we're rocking a Provost. Not man. like an old hockey bus, hockey team bus. I don't know, the old hockey team bus would be pretty fucking kick. Wouldn't be very spacey, though. Yeah, but we'll be so wrecked anyway doing the show. We ain't got nobody to answer to. Who's driving the bus? All you're hearing is the fucking bong. (laughs) Are the ladies driving? (laughs) Oh, they'd probably divorce us by then. (laughs) You stoned bastards. (laughs) (laughs) What, man? (laughs) This is cool. It's Maui, Laui, and Labrador. Uh, all right, so uh, we're GarageCast, and you can check us out at thegaragecast.com and always on the PodGods Network. Rah! Pod! God! Damn it. Awesome. I'm last, recording now. Last Sunday. <laughs> last Sunday. 
I was thinking, you know what? I'm getting ready to start my clinicals. I'm going to treat myself. So I bought a lobster to eat, to come on and cook. Wow. And he, and, uh. He didn't call me. No, it was just, uh. <laughs> it was it, for me. Cleo likes, Cleo likes shrimp and seafood and stuff. Right, so I right. thought maybe she'd like it. And she was freaked out, you know, and I was like, I picked the lobster up out of the bag. I was like, hey, I'm going to put it in the pot now. Let's tell the lobster bye. <laughs> and then I put it in there. Screaming, you know, this is oh no! That's like that's just it dying, you know. That's its soul leaving its body. And Lobsters I was like, have souls. suck it up. I was telling her to suck up the soul, you know, so she could absorb some of it, like I did. And so we cooked the lobster. And then she's, I'm not eating that. That is gross. Like, Why is that gross? Because you killed it. Like uh, somebody killed the cow before we ate the steak. You know, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, she wouldn't eat it, and I was eating it. And then, you know, after you're done, like, all the stuff inside the carapace is called the tamale. It's okay. the green, it looks like green pudding. Yeah. No, it's not, ugh. This is the good, good stuff, man. It tastes like the sea. It tastes like, mmm. <laughs> but I was there eating the tamale. You know, it's all the you know, rendered fat from inside the right. lobster's brain and its guts and its gonads. <laughs> and you know, and Lovey happened to show up, and I was like, you know, you'll he'll appreciate this, and I All let right. him try, it and he's like, man, that is good, that is a strange consistency. <laughs> it is this, it's like like sandy mud, but it yeah. it tastes like briny, like the sea. You can taste the sea, it, but it and it's fatty too. It's oh, it's good stuff, man. That is yummy, yummy, yummy. It's the it's it's. It's a it's whole innards. It's called the tamale. And I'd like to give a shout-out to Andrew Zimmern, Chef Andrew Zimmern, for that. teaching me about that. Yeah. And he even answered my question on Twitter when I asked him. Really? Yeah, I said, what's the, the green stuff inside a lobster again? And he sent me back, it's tamale, and it's actually good, you know, which right. I'm a huge lover of Andrew Zimmern. But he's the he's awesome. guy, Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. You know, I thought that was really cool that Andrew Zimmern answered me back on Twitter about the tamale. <laughs> and yeah. I I turned somebody else on. He turned me on to it. I turned Levy on to the tamale, and Levy liked it. Cool. You know, it, it's good. It's bitter, salt water. How much was a lobster? Uh, it was probably like 20, 25 bucks, maybe 20 bucks. That ain't bad. Yeah, they was on sale for nine nine ninety nine a pound at at admire this lobster I got like a like a dinosaur lobster. <laughs> it's the biggest one they had. And you know, I mean it was just a, a little thing I'd like to I like to do that for myself every now and then. Alright. You know, just why not? Eat like you're a Jehovah, you know. <laughs> Eat like Yahweh. Yeah, Yahweh. Well, hey, we we have a pod god. Oh yeah, we're recording to now. get to. <laughs> yeah. Uh anyway, so Tamale's good. <laughs> so we're uh blogging under the influence. I'm Mick. J-Dub. I'm Christopher Robin. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so now Adam wants us to answer the question, uh, what is your dream job? Lottery winner. <laughs> that's not a job. I that's, would make that's it a, a job. life position. That's a oh, if I take a, if I take a job, that's a life position. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you are, man. I, I'm a firm believer in you know diving into it. It's not like working at a factory. Okay, I'll, where you're I'll, like, I'll oh, I just stamp turds. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll play a turd. Then, then you, you you won 
such an amount of money in the lottery that I never uh, work again. You, you don't have to worry about money again. What would your job be? That would be it. Enjoy ever enjoyer of life. <laughs> but you wouldn't. Uh, you know, what are your hobbies? Having fun and like playing video games. And... Playing video games. What if you could be a tester? For... Oh no, because I wouldn't want to do it. Then it'd be like a job, man. <laughs> I want to do it because I like to do it. You no, know what I would do is probably nothing else other than go around and hand people money. Because to make other people happy, man, that's the best thing you can do with money is make somebody that, else yeah, happy. That's very true. Yeah, It doesn't mean shit to have it in your bucket. But, boy, you make somebody else happy, you buy a, a meal for somebody or, or give somebody money. Man, that would be awesome. I'd yeah. be a philanthropist. Then. Philanthropist, yeah. Okay, I'll be a philanthropist. I'll be a lottery winner and a philanthropist. Okay. That's so what I do. And I'll set up a weird well, that's trust a answer, for like though. for weird things. Like, oh, you're a homeless person of the year. <laughs> you know, you've won a year's stay at the Ramada Inn. You can make a reality show out of that about just going around yeah. giving people money. Yeah, like I'll just give you five thousand dollars to eat this cat turd. <laughs> <laughs> Cash. I'll give you fifty one hundred dollar bills to eat this cat turd. <laughs> and you'd be surprised the amount of people be like five thousand dollars. I'm gonna eat this cat turd. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll I, eat a cat turd and I, go get antibiotics and deal with E. coli <laughs> for a little bit and be fine with it. Yeah, I didn't think about that. But That's yeah, what I would do is like have the dumb games, like the Hunger Games. Okay, you know? so we figured this out then. You you want to be a philanthropist on a reality TV show. No, I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to be on a real, reality oh, TV show. Oh, if you're doing shit like this, somebody would have to film That's it. That's fine. I don't care about that. I don't want to be doing right. it as a... I'm a, this is my personality on the air. Right, right, I right. I want to be Tyson Knuckles, homeless philanthropist. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to give this guy socks. Goes, like, lick, lick this. We'll do fucking tricks for money. <laughs> lick this dirty diaper for a hundred dollars. Like, I have like the old, uh, like the name that tune song. I'll eat that dirty diaper for five hundred dollars. I'll eat that home that dirty diaper for one hundred dollars, please, Tyson. <laughs> ding ding ding! I can pick. Go ahead, Jimbo. No socks. Eat that dirty diaper. You'd be wearing like a Steve Harvey suit, yeah, yeah. like a some old Wink Winkler, you know, sixties polyester, you know, ye- mustard yellow and. <laughs> poop brown, you know, <laughs> leisure suit. Like, eat that turd. Could we have like a, a like a team of fucking hillbillies and sp- suspenders with no yeah. shirts, like with bandos like, walking behind like you? Like hee And every time you say something funny, film one of them, like, you know, they're running their thumbs up down their suspenders. Like, yeah, but that's a good one. <laughs> Why lightning? Dude, that'd be awesome to make a mockery of life. Like the total, if I won the lottery, the rules would no longer apply to society. Like oh, wow. we're gonna do some uncouth shit. I'm gonna buy a whole city, and we're gonna have nothing but goofballs. I think I changed mine from wanting to be like a, a paid podcaster to wanting to be your assistant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, believe me, if I just be your assistant, let me tell you something. If I win the lottery, oh, you'll have a paid position. There won't be any friends of mine. Hey, this that... mouth's not for sale, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, it's for sale. Let me tell you, in the wise words of Ted DiBiase, former WWF superstar, 
everybody's got a prize. <laughs> everybody's got a prize. If I win the lottery, A, you'll have a possession anyway. <laughs> and maybe it'll be like cinematographer. <laughs> let's, oh, let's document this nonsense. Oh, what are we going to do today? Do that, well, today I'm going to wake up and <laughs> we're going to go somewhere weird like yeah. the Philippines and we're gonna get in this Winnebago <laughs> with a pound of weed and just go. <laughs> we're gonna get in here, go to the Philippines and see what we can get people to do for money. <laughs> Let's use money like it's true intended purpose to hurt people's feelings. <laughs> go to Thailand and pay lady boys to make out with donkeys and shit. Oh no! The, <laughs> I remember people that I was in the Marines with is overseas. How about in the Philippines? Uh, like these streams that are sewers that read, and you could throw a quarters in the river and kids would jump down in the, the, <laughs> the poop stream to get a quarter. <laughs> like, if people would do that for a living, what do you, like when you offer them like $5,000 cash, you know, somebody like that was like, wow, it's 10 years wages. <laughs> you know, like you could get amazing things that we have. Like, let's see if you can flip this car over. We're going to place this car on your wife, and let's see if you can flip it over for $10,000. Go! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. J-Dub, what's your dream job? Sorry, enough about me. <laughs> I can't compete with that. <laughs> I'm not giving it any thought. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess i entrepreneur. Purveyor of life. Just start businesses, whatever I feel like doing at the time. Right on. And then at a point, sell them off and go to the next project. Yep. Like that dude from, uh, what did he create? Fuck, I seen this the other day. He created one of them, one of the social medias, Reddit or uh. something. And he sold it for $580 million. And all oh maybe it's the MySpace, MySpace guy. guy yeah it's yeah, Tom from that. MySpace yeah. yeah he's like you know all these people giving me hell for MySpace failing well fuck it I sold it before it crashed <laughs> right right he sold it at the fucking height of it what are you doing today <laughs> yeah somebody called him a loser with a failed website and he's like oh you mean the five hundred and eighty <laughs> five hundred and eighty million dollar website that I sold in two thousand six and I've been on vacation ever since. <laughs> you took a loss. If I take if I ever in my life take a loss for five hundred and eighty million dollars, I'm gonna feel like I won. Yeah. That's the L I wanna catch too. Yeah. I'm gonna feel like I'll wear a shirt that says loser, get a tattoo on my forehead of an L if I have to like that's yeah, fine. If this is losing, well then <laughs> Jesus, where have I been all my life? Yeah, literally all that cat does is go around and take pictures of shit. Like, I follow him on something. Maybe it's Google+. Plus. Instagram. No, I don't follow him on Instagram. It's Google+. Plus, But he puts up pictures, like, all the time of where he's at and what he's doing. And, like, they're good pictures. Like, he's taking the photography part seriously. Or he just has somebody hanging around with him. See, I would well, pay a photographer, true. like, hey, here's 50 grand. Follow me around. <laughs> <laughs> but... We'll have 50, 50 royalties on these pictures. <laughs> Go. Let's do it. Let's see what we can produce. Yep. Let's see what kind of weirdness. Let's try to go viral. Yeah, other than Tyson being Tyson's assistant when he's a professional uh, lottery, lottery winner. winner. <laughs> Philanthropist. <laughs> um, I, I just want to make a comfortable living off of podcasting and, and possibly music. 
even though I enjoy giving the music away because I'm, I'm one of those nerds that thinks music should be free because we've been getting it for free pretty much since 99 anyway. Uh, well, <laughs> but, how can you really charge money for art? That's what I say, man. Art's meant for enjoyment and to make people happy. Right. How can you quantify something like that? Yeah. I, it's I, not even – It's it, it does an injustice to the constitution of art. Well, and – You know, you do something for enjoyment. It changes your mindset about it when you're doing it for profit versus doing it because you love it. And I don't like where the mindset goes when people do it for profit. I like my mindset when I'm See, that'd music. be cool, like, if, if I had my idea and it – Start being a philanthropist and then get paid to have a TV show about being a philanthropist. So then you're getting paid to give it away. It's different <laughs> than just giving it away. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, it, you can it's, do, it's a different. It could be a YouTube thing, though, just like a free thing. Yeah. Like just so people can see what you're doing, not to make any profit off of it, just to see, you know. No, I, like I'd rather go unnoticed. That, okay. Well, that wouldn't happen, if especially if you're doing that in the States. Somebody... Somebody with a camera would start falling around yeah. anyway. And why not be my friends? Well, yeah. That's or true. people that we pay to do it. And that follow us. <laughs> I would love to pay somebody to drive me around, like to pay somebody in Alfa Romeo to drive <laughs> right. around to follow me with a camera. I was going to say Aston Martin. I was going to say I'll drive the Aston Martin yeah. with a no, camera. No, no. I want, so, I want whoever <laughs> I, I want, like the peons I'm paying to drive oh, those okay. cars. <laughs> right on. I want to drive some crystals. You know, lightsaber machine that fun- <laughs> you know, it operates off of the energy of dead animals or something. <laughs> like sure. life force. You have to keep murdering things and putting its life force into this to get it to move. Like, I want to pay for this. I want to own humanity. <laughs> so you you want to own the first vehicle that operates on escape soul? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. All right, we're out. Of, we're out of time. Thanks for listening. We're BUI. I'm Mick. J Dub. This is Christopher Robbins from the Hundred Acre Wood. Yeah, checks out uh, blogging under the influence on iTunes, Stitchers, and of course the Podgods Network. Okay, bye. All praise Yahweh. Pod God. Damn it! Hello, hello, it's me and uh, Jason. Uh, Welcome to Canuckcast. Pod goddamn it number twenty. Pod goddamn it number twenty. And what is pod goddamn it number twenty? What's the what's the Today, topic? Today's topic, sir. What do you want to do with the rest of your life? What what's your? If you could make it, if you could make it in the world today. Making your way in the world today takes everything you it, got. You know what? It does take everything you got. It takes everything you got. What would be your dream job? My dream job. So. You've, let's say you've hit the, not necessarily the lottery, but you're like, you know what? I don't have to work for the man anymore unless I want to. I don't struggle for money anymore. So if your dream job was fucking working at Blockbuster, it could be. Right. Anything that you would, like, love. Weird. I um. Guess, I guess, I guess... It's probably going to relate to something you just love doing in life. Period. If I can have a job yeah. where I ride motorcycles and then maybe write about where I ride my motorcycle, yeah, that, that would, be, would be a sweet-ass job. Be I do, you know what? 
that does seem pretty awesome. Like, not a motorcycle tester. Yeah, like a motorcycle rider. Like a, yeah, motorcycle rider. Like an adventure rider. That's right. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet, dude. I went on this adventure, and this is what I did. Right. Um, if I had unlimited funds, yeah, it's a totally different story. Right. Like, if I won the lottery. Right. Which is, I guess, probably another topic. But what I would do, what I'd really love to do, if I had money, yeah. would be to be a, sm- a small, uh, small cap um, investor. So what I do, like you know, like you ever watch the Dragons Den? Yeah, 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 okay. What I'd like to do is, or Shark Tank, or Shark Tank. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to go to a um, a city. Yeah. Like this city, and go see how many businesses I can be a part of. Like right, right at the ground floor. floor. So almost like you're helping other people fulfill their dreams. Yeah, that would be a cool job. To be, you know, you know what? And if you had, let's say, a couple million dollars, but you're making like fifty thousand investments, ten thousand dollar investments for like thirty percent, forty percent of people's companies. Yeah. But they have the drive and the vision to succeed. Yeah. But you're just helping them. Yeah. Not only could it be very lucrative, but you uh, have a diverse pol- uh, portfolio, mm-hmm. and you're helping them achieve their dreams. I like that. I have a kind of like a similar kind of dream, sort of, where my dream job's always been to like try to get into the film industry and stuff like that. Well, writer, that too. writer, or um, you know, producer, or whatever. And uh, so, like these days, I've been trying to like fulfill that a little bit by kind of helping other people with their projects. So, same sort of idea, but I'm not really funding them. Right. Um, I'm just like taking a little bit of, let's say, expertise I've had with like failure yeah (laughs) (laughs) if that makes sense and like trying to help people you know find things that they need i've taken my failure and turning it into your success maybe or at least their ability to avoid the same types of failure right so i mean i don't know if they're going to succeed or not but anyway so i don't know i i don't know if i could ever turn that into a career but i really like i don't know i have this little dream it's stupid but i've got in my dream i've got this little uh office that's quiet that allows me to get away from the noise yeah. of, like, my boys, even though I love them. Yeah. Uh, you know? And, like, the normal hustle and bustle of shit. And just be, like, you know, at peace with things. Get to, like, create. Help other people create. I don't know. I like I, it. I like Although it. I don't feel like that would be lucrative. I just feel like it would be fulfilling, I think. I don't yeah, know. lucrative is tough. I Like, I'd love to own a bar. Oh, yeah. yeah. <coughs> I'd like to get some coffee. Yeah, I'd like to get some coffee, too. <laughs> Good afternoon. My name is Susie. How can I help you? Uh, can I have a large with two milk and a medium regular, please? Everything? Yeah. Yeah, $3.39. Come on up. Look at that. We're fulfilling our desires for coffee. You know what? Um, a bar. The bar idea sounds really cool. To me, it just feels like, I don't know, a lot of work. Well, I could be an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. I think I think probably, would you say that a lot of people, what percentage of people would you say 
wish that they could work for themselves? <coughs> Not many. Maybe 20%. Really? Yeah. Most people want a good job. As a person who would love to be able to work for myself, but do it smartly, I feel like everybody would want to. Here's the problem. Uh, people want security. Yeah, me too. The security in working for other people. The problem is, people also want to be rich. And I I don't necessarily want to be rich, but yeah. I'd like to be independently... Uh, hold on, I'm just going... So you'd like to you'd like to be able to self-support, basically. So you don't necessarily have to be rich, but you want whatever you're doing to be successful enough that you're not, like, struggling or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that makes total sense. I'd like to be in control of that. Yeah, I like that. But here, here's the thing, though. The people that that are successful yeah. in, I guess, business, or yeah. not so much business, but... Risk takers, you think? Yeah, people that take risks. Yeah. I like to take a risk. Throw caution to the wind and fucking go for it? Yeah. I mean, you know, one could say that professional podcaster would be a dream, but I, that I, so far as we've been doing this, doesn't seem very lucrative either. I don't I think even know how that. you can make money doing this. <laughs> hey, I think it's a labor of love. Like, um, no, no. Uh, that said, this is kind of fun as fuck. This is pretty fun. This is uh, podcasting. I, I can't really uh, think of what life would be like right now for me without it anymore. When I was a kid, there was this uh, guy that used to set pins at the bowling alley in Perth. Okay. And when I was a kid, I thought that was the fucking most awesome job in the world. Okay. Working the bowling alley. Oh wow. You want to know what seems to me like it could be a. Uh, a very low-paying, meaningless job, but sparks my imagination a little bit, and I, I feel like it would be amazing, okay? So I, I might have, I think for sure on our show at some point, I talked about uh, my trip to Universal Studios back lot, right? Yeah. So they have their prop warehouse, okay? Yeah. And they have everything that you could possibly fucking imagine to make movies. They've got f- telephones from every era and lots of them right different right. styles of cell phones cutlery every board games every kind that you could possibly imagine i always thought it'd be amazing to like be the guy who has to go find the thing that's missing to put it in their catalog they're like they're like oh like a picker yeah like they're like we really need like a vase that's slightly bigger than this than everything we've got hunt around for that or like we really need um Twister, we're going to pay you $80,000 a year to hunt across America to find us a good copy of Twister, or at least get one made. Of Twister? Like the movie? No, the game. Oh, the game. Yeah. You know? Like, just being the guy that's like, yeah, I work for the prop warehouse, but I don't, like, put stuff on shelves. I find the stuff that they don't got You're the big red button guy. You're the red telephone guy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, holy shit, this multi-gazillion dollar thing does not progress (laughs) unless we have... You know, right? An Alf Pog, exactly, exactly <laughs> right. So I don't know. And the when, slammer that goes with it. When I was fucking in there, just the sheer volume of weird bullshit that was all like RFID tagged and could be like borrowed out like the library to make a movie, sparked my imagination. So I don't know. I thought that would be a funny, cool little job for somebody. That would be a cool little job. Anyways, but it probably wouldn't pay very much. But you'd probably see some shit. 
I've always thought a private investigator would be a fucking awesome job. I do. We we did have that big discussion at one point. You know, yeah. you're yeah, kind of yeah. like Batman, but you're not. You're like investigator. My man. only fear with that, like we discussed, was that you'd get into way more stuff that just isn't as cool as you imagine. Yeah, you'd have to sit in your car a lot and drink yeah. coffee and shoot the shit. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I wonder... Oh, dude. Someday, we need to live podcast while we're investigating something. That would be amazing. You know what? Why don't we become private investigators? How hard could it be? I don't know. And we just take weird cases. I'm okay with that. And we could have our own methods. We could be like Sherlock Holmes. You could, I'll be Sherlock Holmes. You'd be Watson. I don't know if that's a good idea. Why? Because Watson always is the guy that shows up to, like, protect Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Who's usually the more analytical thinker. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Sorry, you're Sherlock. I, I'm absolutely Sherlock. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, because I make intuitive leaps. Hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? So, best job ever, Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Broadcasting live while doing detective work. Yeah. So, is this 10 minutes? We need to do this 10 No, minutes? I think we're good. I think All we're right. good. Yeah, any other final thoughts? No. Uh, no. That's pretty much it. A private investigator. I'm, I'm, I'm amending it. I private think a private investigator. investigator would be a cool job. You're in. Right on. See you guys. Thank you for listening. Please visit www.podgodsnetwork.com for more fantastic podcasts from around the world. Like the Facebook page and follow the Podgods on Twitter. I'm now off to go and Google who Adam Barker is.